up guys back with uh, another episode for the prolific pirates podcast we have a special guest it's Thomas tempest introduce yourself bro say what's up tell me some stuff about yourself hey how's it going guys hey this is uh it's been so awesome to start <clears throat> something in this community Obviously, I've been using Instagram for a while for business, for personal stuff, for years, pretty much since it's been out. But I decided to start Domus Tempest because I just needed a photographic, creative outlet that was just for the things that I enjoy. And I cannot express how awesome this community has been since I've been I've been doing this since my birthday. So, like, I started it on July 12th. So, what's that been like? three months not even three months about three months something like that so it's been really awesome yeah that's dope bro we gotta talk about a few obsessions that you have <laughs> we gotta talk about a few <laughs> things alright all right, I'm down <laughs> alright so the watches tell me some stuff bro like what do you, what do you, well, do you are you like super into watches and cause I see a lot of watch shots and a lot of really dope moody shots and Beautiful colors that you bring out that I still don't know how you got to teach me that. That gold. <laughs> Tell uh, me about the whole watch. Sometimes thing. I, sometimes I hit it out of the park with a preset that I'm running through. Yeah. Just to see. Sometimes I do a lot of work with with presets where I'll, you know, I I've already got a really good color grade for a certain gold. Right. Or I've already got a really good color grade for a silver or something, so I'll throw that preset on there and work off of those a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and, and everything from presets that I've edited myself to presets from, like, obviously, uh, Peter McKinnon, have, have his stuff. Nice. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, mostly I have a couple under my name on there that I usually, those are my go-tos just because those are the ones I've tweaked. Awesome. And, uh... I will say, uh, Domus Tempest is obviously you can see the display name on Instagram is House of Time. That's what Domus Tempest means in Latin. Yeah. Um, or I'm building. <laughs> right. It just depends. Right. But uh, but yeah, I mean that is that's what started it. I wanted to. Uh, so the backstory is, like I said, I have a business Instagram that's for McAfee Imaging. Um, that's more geared like families and bridal stuff and weddings right. um, and I hate to say it because it's it's our bread and butter it's my business right. but the stuff is this boring to me not boring because I don't enjoy it just because we, you know it's it's I wouldn't say it's all the same but it's just it's not my thing it's my wife's thing she right. she's awesome with it she's awesome with those people I I, I believe that I'm awesome with it too, but it's one of those things where you do this for your bread and butter. You need to be able to work out those those uh, creative juices on the things that really, really get you fired up. So occasionally, you know, since I got into watches, which has, I have about oh man, I have about 16 right now, Jeez. and I've only been in. Yeah, I've been, I've been, none of them are expensive. You know, I'm waiting on my first, like, decent, expensive watch. We're right. not even in the watch game, but but I'm waiting on my first really nice one. Okay. But uh, when I got into it, I, I really wanted to take some pictures of watches, and 
I would I would take some dope shots of watches or some flat lay like some like a pen and a watch and just you know just anything you throw down and be like all right this is gonna make a dope picture right and I would share it on my Instagram and uh, when I would share it on my Instagram it got even it didn't matter what hashtags I used it would get some likes but it got no traction on my actual Instagram account and yeah. after a while I realized it's because when those people come to your profile and then they click on your on your actual grid and they see, oh look, it's one cool picture and then it's a picture of the food he had last night and a picture of his kid and a picture of his wife and that his parking spot at work or whatever. Like, I don't care about that stuff. I'm not gonna follow you because I don't want your garbage, basically your life yeah. in my grid. And that's yeah. understandable because I'm the same way when it comes to who I follow on Instagram because mm-hmm. you, you know, I'm following several hundred people Yeah, you cut you cut out for a sec. It's all right, bro. We we just put an ad in there. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> but that's oh, cool. that's Perfect that's <laughs> that's that's kind of my story as well. Like, cause I used to shoot like portraits and like proposals and all that stuff on another account, and then I was like, well, I I it's not like I only shoot portraits. Like, I do um, other stuff as well. Like, I do product i do landscapes i do a, a bunch of random stuff where do i put this the these these shots and then when i put it on that portrait page it wouldn't get as much traction nobody would care about it because when people come to the page they want to see the portraits or they want to see like you know people in there so about four months ago or five months ago i started this one the, the pirate samuel and it just took off bro it just went like crazy i started posting like random stuff like random products that i had uh a few landscapes here and there and then the whole community the whole edc community came in and i was like wow man these guys keep kept sharing my work and i kept sharing theirs and you know we built like a whole whole group around it and the guys in the community are just amazing man you just get I, I found like 40, 50, 60 different new friends that I talk to basically on a, on a daily basis, which is amazing. Like, I never thought at this age I would be still making friends. <laughs> I know what you mean. But, yeah, it's crazy, bro. So, so have well, you ever... Have let me you ever... tell you, though, you, you've been killing it, for real. Like, Dude, I, I look at your stuff, man, and when you, especially when you tell me how long you've been doing it, it's been... You've been... Oh man, you hit it all the park! Like Dang. you, you went straight in. You're, you're one of my favorite pages on Instagram for real. Thank you, man. And it's not yeah. just about the content. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, like you like coffee, like I do. So I think there's a little bit of that that content in there too. Right, right. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of that. Yeah. yeah. So tell me, so tell me, like, have you ever gotten any brands to hit you up for these, like, watch shots and stuff, or has it happened yet? So, here's the thing. Yeah, I have. It not not to pay me, which is kind of frustrating. Right. Um, <clears throat> that falling, the one I did for my hundredth post a couple uh, months ago, weeks ago, whatever it was, um, the rain watch with the falling like uh watch cogs the gears on it okay um that one 
Rain Watch. That was a, I think that was my first one that got reposted um, to an account. I mean, either first or second, I can't remember. Okay. But Rain Watches uh, messaged me and asked me if they could re that to the account, or, or they might have just commented and asked me if they could repost that to the account. And I was like, heck yeah, go ahead. Mm. Um, and at the time, uh, I mean, it feels good no matter what, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it, it's good that that media team likes my stuff. Like, that's awesome right. because hopefully the, the goal is, like, let's say, you know, Rain's a small brand. Yeah. Um, they're owned by a bigger brand, but, like, they're a small brand. Let's say, hopefully down the road, they see me doing pictures for, well, even if they just see me do the pic- those pictures for Pocky Chips or the pictures that I did with the Atlas Coffee or any of that stuff. Right. Um Hopefully, they see those and they're like, holy crap, well, we remember he did a good picture that we reshared. Maybe we need to lock him down. Or they see me do a picture for another watch brand, you know, that. Right. That is a good approach. They would come in with something like that. Yeah. Because I never. No, I never nobody sees me yet. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't think of it like that. Like, I think. Because. I feel like when you give the brand what they want from you, you just kind of. Um, you kind of lost that that upper hand where it's like okay so i just i just shoot their stuff post it tag them and then tell people to go check their stuff it's that it's that call to action for me like is is that like if i tell the people that follow me to go check their stuff i kind of lost that leverage so so for me even if i shoot brands i tag them but i don't do that call to action thing where you're like hey guys go go check their stuff out or or you know things like that but I think I think you're doing a great job with like having different products in different setups. And honestly, bro, like your account with the colors that you have is legit one of my favorite ones because there is a richness in the colors, but at the same time, it's pretty moody and, and feely. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. Seriously, I, I don't want to be muted. I don't want to be. Like I want to be reserved, right, with the pictures, but I don't want to be muted. Right. Like I, I want it to be to, to pop. Like the best way I could describe it is is kind of the full realization of the style I've been shooting for. Right. Yeah, shooting for is um is that set for app that that I did with Atlas Coffee because right. those were those were dark and they were reserved, but. The colors were electric, and that's what I wanted. That right. wanted those, and, and, and they were still almost natural. Like, yeah, obviously, if you were here in person, those oranges, those browns, they're not yeah. going to pop the way they pop in yeah. the picture. Right. But they, when you look at it, you don't think, well, that doesn't look natural at all. You know, you don't yeah. think that's not what that yeah. would look like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit more in the shadows than there would be. There's a little bit more in those highlights than there would yeah. be, but it's, it still looks like it could be a real thing. Right, right. And what about, do you do any uh, anything other than photography, like in the creative realm of things, like anything else that you're into? Um, well, I play guitar. Uh, I mean, okay. not very successfully, but I've, I've picked up the guitar for for years. Um, I, I kind of blame the fact that I'm left-handed and I play a right-handed guitar on right. my... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I used to play bass in a, in a church band. Okay. Uh, Pick, pick at the guitar just for fun. Okay. Uh, nothing. It said I have no rhythm, so the bass was about as, as good as I could get with it. So, um, and then I sketched as a kid. Um, I oh. still ske- I go through like these creative these creative waves where I'll sketch for a month and then I'll play guitar for a month and then 
you know, what, whatever the next thing is, kind of just right. onto it. So, I mean, I, I wrote for a long time, so I guess that would be included in there. Yeah. Although my writing was wasn't on the like creative side. It was I was a news writer for uh, AndroidGuys.com. So, oh, wow. and then I, I did. Yeah, a long time ago, uh, like when I first got married, so so like yeah. seven years ago, something yeah. like that, eight years ago. Um, so th- those were the kind of the things that I did in the creative space. But um, altogether, I think for everything that I did, that photography is the it's it's where everything combines to. Okay, so I have that technical side where I'm interested in the specs and sketch things but I was never really very creative like I wasn't like whipping a dragon out of my head right I right. couldn't just have a thought and put it to paper that's not my style I right. would copy like I would look at something and sketch the thing exactly so when it comes to it like photography was the marriage of the kind of art that I like because I would be putting something down I, I, I'm, I'm taking something that already exists but I'm making it art you know so that's, right. that's kind of how I see it right Okay, so 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 the writing was only for the news. It wasn't for yourself. Like you didn't write stories or or things like that. Um, no, I I yeah, I'm one of those people who I would start like two, three, four projects at a time, and and then just they would die after chapter one or like eight pages. Yeah, and I just come back to them. I had no drive to finish stuff like that. Okay. As much as I'd have like a cool idea about it, I just could not. I was, I was not a closer. <laughs> right, right. But do you feel like, do you do you find yourself like bringing those stories into like visual art, like into your images and stuff? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Because I used to do, I used to, I used to, um, I really wanted to make films. Like, um, not in a documentary sort of, I mean, like, I guess documentary would be cool too, but I, I, I've always wanted to do films, like, like short, short films, one subject, and like, just, just make one thing really interesting. And then, I, the way I used to sit down and like, write it was, was that I, I, I'd say like, I, I would see scenes, like, in my head, I would see like, one scene that, it's like the top of a couch and like a person would come up from like doing a line of coke on the table for example very bad example but but (laughs) yeah but like that's how i'd see it and then i'd be like all right that's the beginning of the film there is it's something crazy so it would definitely grab the attention of people and they would probably spend like at least five minutes watching it even if it's crap they'd spend five minutes watching it so I never brought that back into like my photography and like the visuals of it, but it's interesting that you say that you do that. So like, can you give me like an example of the photos that you, you have done that or you haven't posted it on this account? And I'm asking this because I see those cigar shots and, and those cigar shots look like they could be a screen grab from a movie. I mean, just the, 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 I think there was a mini series that we watched the um, 
the the newer movies. I, I loved it, anything okay. to do with it. So um, for a while, I was trying to bring something more, and I wouldn't say more adult because it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't like adult, like inappropriate, but just more something that would appeal to uh, to a more adult audience. Right. And uh, I just, it was one of those projects again, writing that that fell on its face and. Um, I got these little keys and I, I was taking the shot and maybe I'll put it in my story, but I don't even know because it's, it's that bad that I just never, it was, it was, I, I had, I had an awesome setup, dude. I worked for hours. I, I tweaked these little props that I was making. Um, I, I got it all set up, man. I'm using a black light and detergent in the bottle, in this bottle to make it glow. And right. dude, I'm, I, I mean, it took me, it took me a solid two hours to get everything prepared. Wow. Just to, to set it up. Just to set it up because, wow. because like I, I took a little bottle that I had and I, I took this, uh, macrame twine that I, and I wove it around the bottle. So the bottle looked really cool and vintage instead right. of being just like, Oh, it's just a clear empty bottle that was on that obviously had a little bit of liquor in it or something. Right. Um, so I got all this stuff set up. I got it all. I mean, I put it downstairs. I, I got the black lights ready. I got the settings dialed in. I mean, I probably took like 200, 100 or 200 pictures of this setup. Okay. And it was flat on its face. Oh. Could not get it edited the way I needed it to. Yeah. The black light did things I didn't expect it to. Could yeah. not get the color grades right. right. I mean, it was, it was... It was embarrassing, you know. And I, I never posted it, but right. that was that was one of those. Maybe I'll, like I said, maybe I'll throw it in my story after this airs, and right. people can tell how terrible it is. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's how you critique yourself, right? Like you, you kind of go hard at at critiquing yourself, where you're like, oh, if it's not up to the standard, I'm not even gonna like this is gonna be in my hard drive forever. Is that is that something right. you'd say yeah, about exactly. yourself? Like you're you're tough on yourself with the photos and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, there's there's shots that I hate, I can't stand, and other people are like, man, why is this not on the grid? Yeah. And obviously, my grid's a little bit different. You know, I I don't ever post more than or less than three of right. a certain subject or or a certain edit, basically, because. Yeah. I just want that uniformity when when the set is fully realized. I want the grid to be uniform and at least have three of each, so that it's because right. I have vastly different color styles on different shots. You know, yeah. like I'll have a very true to true to form, like editorial looking advertisement picture, and there'll be three of those, and then I'll have a you know a pocket dump picture, just like a flat lay, and there'll be okay. three of those at different angles. So. Right. I want three. So I have actually, there are a couple where I just love the shot, but I only got one or the three I got are way too similar to post, oh, <laughs> you know, okay. more people on my time. Yeah. And uh, they just, they don't go on the grid. Right. But you don't want to post them like the, the carousel thing, like have like three or four shots in one post? Uh, so I don't do the carousel thing um, because, I mean, you can say, you can see on my grid for the time I've, had it i have a lot of content right yeah. i have i have over 150 posts in two months right uh, for a while i was doing all three of the posts a day i was doing three posts at a time a day right. sometimes in the same couple minutes because i had to do them backwards right because so i didn't want them to appear backwards on those timelines 
but um, but I have a lot of content that I want to put out. Um, but then I, I because I was putting out so many at a time, or I, or because I was holding myself to that, I need to do three posts a day standard. Because I was holding myself to that standard, I um, I ended up running out of the content I wanted to use, and I ended up going further back into my out my um, portfolio to find things that I wasn't. I wasn't all that psyched on to post, but I was, but I was, then I was already in that, oh, I need to get something out every day. I need to get something out. Right. I mean, the same thing that every creative online falls into, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and once I let that go and I realized, no, it's not a big deal if I do two a day or one a day or like right now, I haven't posted in uh, four days. Right. Uh, partially because I'm, I'm sad to see this Atlas coffee set drop down the grid. Um, and I, I really like the way the grid looks right now because the top 12 are all the same set. Yeah. That's, that'll probably, that probably won't happen again for a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but do you think like having this, having this whole like set of rules around it is gonna, is gonna stop you from like being creative as much as possible? No, I don't. Um, and, and the reason is because one day I'm gonna have a dope shot that is, it's gonna break that rule, right? And that's when things are gonna change. And I'm, I'm, I'm true. So some people, they, they mourn like the loss of a, an era, right? Uh, right? You know, it's just like a, like a mother who sees their kid growing up and they're crying because they know that they that they moved past a certain era in that child's life. I right. get it, I understand how that is. I'm not that way. My what I am, I am a fully enjoy the era, fully enjoy the uh, time period or the experience of what is happening right now kind of person. Right. Um, so when that changes, when <clears throat> when I have that dope shot where, let's say, um, I'm probably going to be speaking Chinese to a lot of people here right now, but let's just say the... I get a dope shot of a, of a watch, like a, a $1.2 million watch, let's say it's a, like a Richard Mille or a Vacheron Constantin or something like that. That's just like, I have one. I have one dope right. shot of it. All the other ones were blurry because I was at a show or because somebody just let me hold it for five minutes, right? right. That shot is going to break, break the mold. And right. once the mold's broken, I'm in a new place. Right. And maybe I go back to the way it was, or maybe I don't, or maybe I find a way to make that work in my current setup. I don't know. Right. But once that mold's broken, I get to play with something entirely new. You know, like I'm the right. person who, when I get a phone, I tweak it to how I want it. And then when it gets boring to me, it, it, I just change up the entire way. Like I change all the settings on it. I put something new, put a new app for the home screen or whatever. Right. And now it's like a new phone, you know? Right. I fully enjoy what you're doing right now. Yeah, because like you, you can, I think it, it's a little bit like me because like you enjoy the journey more than the final destination that you arrive at. And, right. and that's a really good way to, to, to go about it, especially with like creative stuff, because uh, I don't know, because the journey is a lot longer than where the final destination is, you know what I mean? Like the final destination is not going to last that long. But for, for me, the, the goal is to be able to do this for 100% of our income. And while we make good money doing it, um, it's not to where we can count on it for the mortgage payment. It's not to where we can count on it for the car payment. Um, 
for everything. Uh, my wife is the one who, who goes harder with this. She's the one who does more of the um, the shoots because I work at a car dealership for 50 hours a week. You know, okay. right. so the goal would be, be to do this for 100% of our money. And but if you listen to that. That is still the journey, right? The goal is not to retire. I mean, eventually when we retire, I'm still going to be taking pictures. I'm still going to be shooting. I'm still going to be shooting, and I'll just decide how much. I'll just decide what jobs I want to take on, but I'm still going to do this. Yeah. Um, Basically, until my sight fails me. Right. So, so it's all in the journey for creative like this. It's just, I guess, the goal is just to, to be in complete control of what you create when you get there right but then you said something about that the, the 12 pictures on top of your profile is that are you keeping that because you're not shooting anymore like or you haven't shot anything that you're interested in or just because you want to keep that for a while and then you already have some other stuff that you've taken that you're going to I have post? I have three shoots uh, three sets right now that I'm sitting on that I haven't posted all right. And um, I have one set that I haven't edited. It's just when I got that uh, the Hank from Erling and right. Renegade. Shout out to you guys. Yeah. That Hank, that map Hank is awesome. Yeah. Um, so I have pictures of that, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm working through editing those here probably today. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I have several things. Okay. The one thing, the one reason I haven't posted any of those things above all others is that. The name of my Instagram is Domus Tempest, and that's House of Time. It is, it's based on watches. It was created for my love of watches, and I'm not upset that I got away from watches, um, but I've, I've done a lot of posts. There's a lot of rows on my grid before you get to the last watch shot. But I think, I think it's a good thing because you've, you've expanded Like I said, I'm happy that I have. I, I'm glad every time I bring a new staple into the fold, every time I bring a new interest, you know, yeah. when I brought in whiskey or cigars, when I brought in, um, you know, pictures of of the uh, the flatlies and the knives and stuff like that, I'm happy to have those things because it is a lot harder to come up with a new shoot of a watch of only six with only 16 watches to choose from right. um, every week before people start to feel like you're recycling the same old stuff. Right. Um, but I've, I've got so many rows on this, on this page right now, but since the last shot, I really want my next set to be watches again. Okay. I really want to bring it back. I really want to bring it back, and I don't have anything. I mean, I do. I could go back and pull another three images from any of my old sets that I've already posted if I want to, nice. um, or maybe I could go back and re-edit some of those. I, I guess I might end up doing that. Who knows? Um, but one of the reasons that I got stagnant on watches file is because I did put in an order for a custom handmade watch, and nice. it's been on order for about two months. And oh, wow. it's not here yet, so I'm on a hiatus from purchasing because I was buying new watches, um, not just for content. I was trading watches and buying them, so some of the ones on my profile I don't even have anymore. Um, and I, I do have watches I haven't photographed. I do um, have other ideas for for shoots, uh, but I just need to make them happen. And I do work 50 hours a week, so um, 
I, I'm pushing, I'm squeezing my spare time right now. It's starting to get cold here, so we're doing more as a family before it gets really cold. Yeah. <laughs> so next set should be watches. We'll see. I mean, you'll see on the grid probably when this, when you release this podcast, there'll probably be another setup or at least another photo up, and right. and uh, we'll we'll see if I we'll see if I'm telling the truth. We'll see <laughs> if it ends up being watches. Yeah. And and what about the what about that ring that blue, um, the blue stone? Yeah. Where you got that? So this ring, um, I'm looking at it right now, holding my hand. Right. This ring is an International Association of Iron Workers ring. Wow. My grandfather, um, my grandfather, uh, the guy who I grew up. Uh, taught me how to hunt and fish and instilled in me a love for firearms and knives and basically the EDC stuff um, mm -hmm. that, that I love. Right. Um, he passed away about three weeks ago. Um, he had a, uh, yeah, he had a, about a two-year, three-year battle with uh, mesothelioma. So um, he was an iron worker and he worked on buildings with asbestos in them. Oh, so, yeah, um, so he, he and I mean, he, 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 frankly, I'm really surprised that it was the lungs that got him because um, he broke his back, I think, twice. I'm pretty sure he broke his neck once falling on fire. Yeah, I might be wrong, but I know for a fact he broke his back twice. Um, so the, the dude, and he, and he was still walking, like he wasn't quadriplegic or paraplegic he wasn't paralyzed at all he wow. he couldn't hear i mean for for anything he had hearing aids you mm -hmm. could still talk to him you'd have to you just had to be have like no background noise and you'd have to be talking right to him in his face right. um and it's it's funny because when i describe him to people and i tell them about how he interacted it sounds like he was this old decrepit very hard to interact with old man mm -hmm. and that's not the case i mean right. he was still him he He was still all there when you got him. When you got him, talk, he was a storyteller. When you got him telling one of his stories, it was just like he was young again. Right. Uh, but yeah, he passed away after about a about a couple of year battle with mesothelioma, right. and uh, and it was it was one of those situations where he, he he had told his pastor I think two weeks before, look, um, if you you know I, I I know you're praying for me. But I, I don't care if it's one way or the other. Either he'll either get me healed or take me home. I'm done. <laughs> and uh, he, he put up a fight for a long time, but he was in pain for a long time. And, right. Um, I actually took a trip down two weeks before um, before he passed away, and we were planning on potentially taking a trip the weekend after he passed. So wow. that trip that we were that, that we were, I was actually I wasn't sure whether or not I was going to go. I was pretty sure I was not going to go at that time. Mm -hmm. But that trip ended up being the trip we went to for his funeral. So sometimes it's just man. It, I just went through the same thing like about four months ago when my grandpa passed. Yeah. And dude, it's, it was tough, man. Like, yeah, it was really tough because he was totally fine. He was like 80 years old, walking, working out every day. Um, he used to like make smoothies in the morning. Yeah, so he, he, he used to be that guy.
guy where he he just take care of himself. He take care of my grandma and all that stuff. And they they got into an accident, and then uh, it was a car accident. And then uh, they went to do a checkup, and they were like, "Yeah, there is something in his brain, but we can't figure out what it is. It's some sort of a tumor, but we can't um, we we don't know what it is exactly." And either way he's not gonna make it that was the tough part like they were like either way he's not gonna make it you can either do a surgery and he'll die in like a year and you don't do a surgery and he'll die in like 11 months and they were like it, it there's no way we can do anything and that was the, the the roughest part about it and um i was i just came to visit him and i had no idea he got into an accident nobody told me and i came to visit him and then he was on bed rest for like two months we're doing tests on him we're taking him to hospitals and stuff like it, it got to a point where he couldn't walk anymore so we had to like help him walk and he would and he was at home all the time he would get bored so he's like can we go out? And after a while, he just stopped talking. Like he couldn't talk anymore. So he'd just say hi or, and then we were doing like some sort of like energy treatment with some guy that was sending energy from somewhere. It sounds crazy, bro. Honestly, it sounds insane, but I've seen videos of him getting this energy. Like all he had to do was like close his eyes, right? And this dude was like punching. Like he, 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 he was like, Mike Tyson, like he was punching in the air when he, before this whole energy thing, he couldn't move at all. Like he couldn't move his hands, he couldn't move his legs, he couldn't walk, nothing. Close his eyes for 20 minutes a day and then he starts like punching with both hands and like moving his feet and like all of that stuff while his eyes is closed. But after that whole thing ended, they... Right? It sounds insane. Like, I know a lot of people probably won't believe me, but there is, like, videos of him actually doing this, like, boxing thing. And, like, he, he started, like, talking wow. while he was doing that whole energy thing. And, whew, man, that was a, that was a rough time. And then um, the, strange, the, the, the strange part was that he always said that he wanted to go when all his kids was there. And then the day that he was passing, my uncle wasn't there. He was on the way. And he waited for my uncle to come. And then he stayed there for like 10 minutes. And then he was gone. So I, I totally understand the shit that you went through with it. And um, it's tough, bro. But also it's like it's a part of life. Like, and that, that's like the first person I've lost in my life. And it's tough, but it's a part of it, bro. Like, we all go. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it was probably the worst part. I mean, worse than actually going for the funeral or seeing everybody, you know, after Dude, that was, that was... When, we, when we, the um, the last time we went down to visit, to see him, right. um, when we were leaving, you know, first of all, I have a nine-hour drive, you know, I'm driving right. home, and when I hugged him, I knew, you know, and it wasn't like in my heart I knew. It was like, no, I knew for a fact because that's why we were there. We were there to visit him for the last time. Right. And when I hugged him and before I left, it, I almost couldn't. We left way later than we were going to because I almost couldn't bring myself to leave because I knew that 
when I leave, this is it. This is the last time I see Grandpa alive. Yeah. Right. This is, and that was that was probably worse than getting the news. That was probably worse than because what do you do now? Now it's me. Now I'm the one. Yep. I have to decide it's time to go because I work tomorrow or right. some, you know, something that just seems so little and silly. But I, it's life. You gotta, you gotta go live. Right. And um, you know, that was probably, yeah, that was probably definitely worse than the actual, yeah, um, the actual getting news or going down this for the funeral. Right. What about his wife? Like his wife was alive. Um, is still alive. Yeah, yeah, she's very active. Um, she's a couple years him. Uh, he was eighty-one, right. and uh, she's not quite eighty, but. Um, she she's moving she's getting a, a little i think she's gonna get a little condo nice. um her daughter lives down there my mom is here um but her her other daughter my mom's older sister lives down there right. um and uh just got married so if you follow the in the mcafee imaging instagram page you can see a picture uh, that we did for her and right. her new husband right. um, so they, they still in her in her younger my mom's younger brother her her youngest son lives in, in that same area they all live like 10 minutes from each right. other so um, she's still very active she still has a lot she's still very involved in her church she's still got a very good support group and right. um, and frankly I'm sure as as hard as it is to, to learn to live without somebody you've had for for like yeah. um, 60 yeah. years um, it's 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 not it's good for her because she knows he's he's not in pain she doesn't have to watch him yeah. suffer and uh, struggle every day so yeah. overall it's it's gonna be a good change for her too you yeah. know as hard as it's gonna be yeah yeah Whew, man I know man but like family when family is around it's it's a good it's good like it it helps yeah. you know yeah so yeah it's true yeah so okay so like i the list of the questions i have is like actually it could be segued into this where it's like you kind of remember when people pass like you remember them by like the stuff they did so either a person is a good person or a bad person or eh, mediocre or whatever but what like at the end of all this um what do you want to be remembered by like what do you want people to know you as like it was like oh it was that guy my legacy i want to be first of all generous i mean i i tend to i want to think i want to be thought of as somebody who was um almost irresponsibly generous like i want I want people to remember me. Never mattered as long as he was helping, as long as he was putting forth, putting good energy out there. Right. That he, it didn't matter the cost. He was going to do it. And right. Um, and right now we're we're on our way to this financial freedom of working for ourselves, which we understand is is actually going to be a lot more work, you know. Yeah. But um, but, but that's the goal. Worth the it. goal is it'll be it, worth it. Right. It will be you working for yourself. To leave something. That's the beautiful part of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and to leave something for you know my son he's five, right. and uh, if I can leave 
something, whether he wants to be a photographer or not. I mean, he's got a camera. He, he takes he takes pictures when we do sometimes. Like he, he gets excited about it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's five, so, you yeah. know, it's it's hard to really gauge that. Yeah. Um, the goal, hopefully, he, he wants to do it. If he doesn't, I'm not going to force it on him. Right. But the goal would be to leave a, to leave a legacy for him, to leave a company, and to leave, um, you know, most importantly, to, to set him up <clears throat> that he doesn't he that, not that he doesn't have to work is not my goal. My goal is that he can do whatever he wants. Right. So if he wants to run the business, if he wants to just be, if he wants to just own it and do you know something else, if he wants to, I don't know, I don't know whatever he wants to do. If he wants to be a train engineer, you know. Right. But uh, whatever he wants to do, right. that we leave a legacy that will allow him to pursue that. Because right now in today's age, like there's no there's no stability. There's no like, hey, I'm going to work for this company for the next thirty years or forty years, and then I'm going to retire and that's it. I don't have to worry because I had a good retirement and a good company and I was loyal. Right. That doesn't exist anymore. Nobody's right. loyal because there's no companies that are worth being loyal to. Right, um, right now, the brand of any, and, and I hate to say this, but the brand of any in-person um, employer is we're, we're going to keep you on. We're going to do just enough to, to make this livable, which is good, and you know, make it bearable. Right. Um, but we're going to uh, dox you. I mean, that's that's how it is. Every place I've been, all right, well, yeah, there's no, even whether it be a corporation above you or whether it be actual people above you, we're going to keep you on and we're going to make this as, as kind of painless as possible. But um, if you slip up, it's still going to be a write-up no matter what. There's no question. There's no taking into account the situation. We're going to always have a continuing docs of this is the last thing minor thing you did so because they're going to fire you it's right. so that if something happens and they want yeah. to fire you or need to get rid of you yeah. they have something already yeah. um there's no there's no trust in you know what this was totally minor it was a one-time thing you've been here for several years and you've never done anything like this so we're not even gonna write it down right. um there's nothing like that. It is constantly, it always, for the last, I mean, it, almost every job I've had in the, in the workforce, it has felt like there's always someone there building a case against you. Even if right. there's no plans to fire you, there's no plans to get rid of you for any reason. That's just the, the, the world we live in. So employers wonder why they can't keep good employees and why employees aren't loyal and employees are sitting they're wondering, like, why am I not being treated like a human right now? Um, right now, the only way for me to be totally happy in, in, in everything is to, to work for myself. And so that's the goal. You know, the goal is to leave, leave behind something that my son doesn't have to go through the kind of crap that we go through with, with the workforce right now. Mm-hmm. Leave behind something that he can, he can employ people in the way that I envision people need to be treated by their employers. And, right. and then and then also facilitate other people following their dreams right. because that's the goal for, for me eventually I mean yeah no not, the world has to function obviously not everyone's going to work for themselves <laughs> not everyone could yeah. not everyone has that kind of drive yeah. but the goal is to make sure that everyone you come in contact with leaves better and knows you know th- this guy's following his dreams I should follow my dreams that right. he makes it look really 
really doable. Right. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. That's honestly really dope. Because you can help people, you can touch people's lives without knowing you're touching people's lives. And and it's so easy. Like you just have to be nice. Like a lot of people don't even want to try and 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 help. Like they're like, yeah. And it's it. I think it comes from like a defensive type of system where it's just built in you. Where you're like, oh, if I teach this to somebody else, then they can go do it, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get any credit or anything. And it kind of it kind of sucks. And I can say like I was like that, and then I just opened up. I was like, I can. I'm just gonna let everybody in and just try and learn as much as I can, and just try and pass whatever I know on to somebody else if it's gonna help them. So yeah, I totally understand what what you're saying, and that's beautiful that you think about like leaving a legacy for your son. That's super dope. I don't have a son, but like, if I do have a son, he better be a photographer first. Second, you better love coffee. And third, yeah, I love to live legacy form. But okay, so like let's let's get into like the, the whole um let's deep dive into this photography thing. Like what, what keeps you inspired? Like what gets you what gets you going at like okay I need to shoot this today and that's what I'm gonna do. Like where does so the inspiration come from? The thing that gets me when I'm when I'm just walking around during the day, I mean, this is gonna sound cheesy, probably. You know, it's gonna sound very artsy. Mm-hmm. But uh, just give you an example, and I'll put this 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 picture on my story. Um, so one day, my my um, son, one of my son's Legos, he's got his little Lego uh, Link from Zelda. Right. It was sitting on this little outcropping of wall that is it's just this little like waist high outcropping of wall and the sun just the way it was coming through the window it is this little sliver of light on this on this area where this thing is sitting and he's holding the master sword and it was just so cool and it was tiny you know it's a lego it's this right. little lego guy is tiny thing right. but it was the coolest little image right that, and I think there was a, there was a, a candle behind it, so it was a candle offset in the background. And I'm like, this is gonna make a dope picture. Yeah. And I just grabbed the and moved the the Lego guy up just a little bit, and like raised the sword up in the air, and it's just a couple cool little things. Like I said, I'll throw them up my story when this airs, but right. um, that is what. What grabs me? I see this light hitting something a certain way, and 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 that's a challenge for me because for me as an artist, I know when I snap a picture of this, um, even if my settings are dialed in and perfect, it's not going to look how it looks to me in my head right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So the the cool thing is realizing that piece of art, right? Yeah. Realizing how that picture. Um, so that's what grabs me and makes me and gives me that drive. Like, and it could be any, I could be driving around and see a car in a certain light or drive, or, you know, walking around the mall and see like this line of iPhones and get the Apple store or something like that. So any of those things grab me. Um, but then what keeps me going <clears throat> every day, I'm a very, uh, I would say goal based or goal oriented. I don't know how the, I don't know how to say this, but basically that's why I'm constantly involved in some kind of photo challenge. Right. I don't care if the photo challenge is, is 
uh, has a, a prize or not. I don't care if there's a winner or not. Like the first couple photo things, photo challenges, photo work that I was involved in were just prompts. There was no winner. Yeah. And I just threw it out there. Hey, let's all do X. Let's all take pictures of this. And yeah. and because I didn't care. It wasn't it wasn't about the prize to me. It was about having some dope shots at the end. That yeah. was the prize. Yeah. And and so I'm trying to remember what the last one was that I did. Um, but then, you know, towards now that I've got a couple, I'm, I'm nearing 500 followers right now. Right. And, two, and um, now that I've got a couple followers I'm like, and, and a couple of, of more uh, influential followers like you who, you know, were buddies and you mm-hmm. will help me with something or share it around so that I can get a little bit more reach. Help anytime. Um, I'm not influential at all. Don't. <laughs> Don't give me that. Well, influential. You've got more reach than me, is what I mean. <laughs> Just um, a little bit. But yeah, I, I'm honestly floored. And and look, I think we had 16, or no, I think we had yeah, we had 16 entries for this last photo contest for right. the, the time for coffee 2020. Right. Um, that is not a lot for right. for a giveaway contest, right? With right. I think probably. 60 bucks worth of prizes or something like that it wasn't huge but still some prizes that people are going to be interested in right uh, in the in the scheme of things 16 entries doesn't sound like a lot but the reason that i'm super proud of what we did is because we, i gave people one day right i gave them one day notice i didn't even give them a day notice yeah. i gave them like hours notice yeah. I posted in the evening on my timeline or on my story yeah. uh, and, and on my timeline uh, on my uh, grid right. that I was going to have a contest for the next day right. and it was going to end at the end of the day on, in, at the end of the day the, on the 29th I suppose on the 28th right. and we got 16 fleshed out professional looking right. shots Right. Um, of, of coffee things entering my contest. So the fact that we got to people in in hours yeah. and up with enough time for them to submit the next day right. a, a finished image um, for 16 people, I'm really proud of that. Because yeah. I, I thought about extending the timeline. I thought about giving them till the, the next day after. But I was like, you know what? If I give them until – if I give them two days, the people who, who – are on the fence about trying right. are going to say to themselves, you know what, I have two days, so I'll just do it tomorrow, and then they're yeah. not going to do it. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, but, that's, but that's for me. I'm, I'm happy that we did that. I'm happy we gave it. But, and shout out to uh, that rugged rogue who, for for that winning image. Yeah, um, that was awesome. Dope yeah. Stood out from the rest because it was so different than the rest. Yeah. It was it's more of a simplistic yeah. uh, take on the on this, and it wasn't what you see every day. Yeah. Everybody did an awesome, awesome job. Yeah. Um, for anybody who didn't know, it was open to people in the U.S. and Canada. There was a couple people in the who did participate who weren't eligible, like my boy Sammy here, um, yeah. who actually helped me judge, uh, along with uh, Anthony uh, ATP, yeah. Anthony Pirate. Uh, ATP addict and yeah. but dude, I took uh, that like shot gross. that day, like the day you released it. I took that shot that day, and then yeah. edited it like the same day and posted it and tagged you in it because I just wanted to. I just wanted to let more people know, and it was good because it was exactly the time where I bought my baby Chemex, and my uh, awesome. my grinder was still working. It doesn't work anymore, but it was still working that day. Uh, yeah. 
So I was like, this is perfect. And then I just found some a leather chair around it. So the shot that you see is taken on a leather chair. And That's awesome, man. Yeah, so it was a, it was a, and it was a good challenge, bro. Like 16 people, like, because here's the thing. People, people get bogged down with like, they're like, yeah, but we made this thing, but like only like four people joined in, but that's still four people. Like you could reach to like four people and be like, hey guys, do this. And this is what you're gonna get if you win it. That's still amazing. Like you get four people to take like 10 minutes, 15, an hour of their time to spend it for the thing that you just asked them to do. That's still incredible. So we did the challenge for um, the, what was that? The pirate something, pirate banger. Yeah, pirate coffee banger. I forgot about it. It's my challenge and I forgot about it. (laughs) But we did that challenge and um, it was just, it was just super dope, man. Because a lot of people joined in and a lot of people are into coffee in in the community. And we had like we had like 134 shots, and yeah, to me that's, that's like insane because 134 people took time out of their day to be like, all right, this is what we're gonna, this is what we're gonna do today. And then after the challenge, <laughs> the challenge ended, a bunch of other people kept using the hashtag for like other pe- other products that has nothing to do with coffee. So that's kind of cool. So like, yeah, this this, this hashtag is working. Yeah, it's speaking some traction. We're just gonna keep using it. Like, if you go to it now, there's like a bunch of knife shots and stuff that I, I, has nothing to do with coffee. But it's pretty dope, man. Like, honestly, I'm I'm super proud of it. And we everybody on that on that group did like a great job, and the prizes were super dope. And you know, it was just a great time to have everybody do the same thing and shoot the same thing and see like different approaches from different people shooting the same thing. So it was really nice, man. <clears throat> but these challenges are really good for like building a community because first of all, you need to get yourself out there and you just have to let people judge your shop. And it's good because it yeah. gets people excited about different type of content, but at the same time, it gets a lot of people visiting your your feed and people looking at your work, and these contests usually do pretty well. So I'd suggest if you're thinking about doing more, just please do it, because there is a lot of makers in the community, so you can just hit them up and they'd be down to do like a whole challenge thing. and. You know, it, it, it helps everyone and it's a good thing for the community as well. But, um, yeah, there will definitely be more coming. There will definitely be more things coming in the future. Yeah. Right now, um, my next one will probably be um, with no prize, just a general, hey, let's do this um, and showcase our work surrounding. And it'll probably be a weird yeah but you wait on that i might i might have something for you like we might do something together with another another person for um a new challenge all right i'm down yeah i think it'll be cool man i just gotta get a few people together and see like what they want to do but um yeah there is a few there's a few stuff that i'm looking at that could be cool but give me give me like a give me like a top three like 
people that give you like a little bit of inspiration where you're like, all right, now I gotta go shoot something with this vibe or like, you know, gotta I gotta shoot some knives today. So right now, right. Um, actually, <laughs> um, uh, that that rugged rogue, uh, mm-hmm. just that one shot, which right. I'm gonna I'm gonna out him a little bit here. Um, I hope you listen to this rugged rogue, so I don't feel like I'm talking about you. <laughs> um, he said he he didn't even like his shot that much. He said he didn't what? think there was any way he was gonna win. Um, so just so everybody knows, the, the that rugged rogue won the contest for time for coffee. Time time for coffee was to celebrate uh, an international coffee day, which was on uh, September 29th. So um, that rugged rogue already had an arrow press. So what I ended up sending him, he won the three months of coffee subscription from Atlas Coffee, wow. and, he, and I ended up sending him a vacuum. Yeah, so really cool. They they teamed up with me. They sponsored that portion of it. Um, I, I reached out to them a while ago with the pictures to, to send them and see if they wanted to do something. So they lay down to team up um, on giving away a couple months of coffee. And I've been using them. So the reason I reached out was because I really like their coffee. Nice. Um, and and they, they gave away that three-month subscription. Awesome of them. Uh, and then I sent him a vacuum siphon pot uh, just shipped out today. Whew. A vacuum siphon pot yeah. because he did not have one. I so, want a siphon so uh, bad. We kind of re, redirected. Yes. Uh, he, he will enjoy it. It's a really cool thing. Um, I might throw a video up on my story yeah. of me using one a did while you, back. Did you send him yours uh, or really, Atlas really, supported that? No, no. So Atlas didn't. Didn't Atlas just provided the three months of coffee? Okay. I bought him one, so I, oh. I purchased. It'll come straight. It'll come just to avoid shipping fees for me and everything. It was easier to just buy one and have it straight to him. So yeah, cool. um, I, I tried to do like the gift options and the receipt and everything, just in case he doesn't like it. But mm. uh, but yeah. yeah. So hopefully, nothing, hopefully, no uh, no issues with shipping on that one. Yeah. Uh, but it's coming from Amazon, so around here they're pretty pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but so so that was how that worked. Um, yeah, full disclosure on that. Prize ended up being a little bit different, but he had say in what it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. And uh, when it uh, sorry, circling back, what was the actual question? Because that kind of got off on my tangent uh, there. the inspiration. Yeah. Like, give me three. What's inspiring me? Yeah. So just last night, um, I did some shots that were inspired by what he did. I mean, lo- loosely based. It's inspired by his shot had uh for anybody who didn't see it uh you can go hashtag time for coffee search for that rugged rogue you know yeah but his shot was a chemex out on his uh back or out, I, I don't know if it's back but outside and right. just this beautiful waft of of um steam coming off the top of the chemex right. uh it was so simple and it was so beautiful to me i i loved it yeah um, so last night I was playing with a light, one of my utility lights, and I was doing, uh, I brewed a, a pot of coffee and I was using this light to try to capture that steam coming off the top of the Chemex, yeah. uh, ended up with a totally different kind of shot than okay. what I was going for, but it's, it's really neat. So that'll probably make it on the grid at some point, a couple of shots of that. Okay. Um, but he's, he's a big one because that, to me, he took something totally out of its element. You know, I have not, I'm ashamed to say it because I do like to switch things up and change them once in a while, but I have not taken my Chemex outside to photograph it. And that was right. such an interesting and 
easy isn't the word, but easy to do. Right. Um, easy when he had that thought to take that outside and see what happens. Mm-hmm. To me, that was just so like, wow, it's genius because it's something that I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought of. And, yeah. and frankly, even last night while I was photographing mine, my wife was like, why don't you move it somewhere else? <laughs> you take <laughs> pictures of it right there on your right. coffee bar all the time. So uh, maybe eventually I'll get around to that. Yeah. But uh, but so he's he's one on the list right now. Mm. Um, I have let me just pull up here to see what I've been what I've been looking at lately. All right. But uh, um, the Wanderer EDC, oh, yeah. I, I'm that, very that inspired. Guy, that guy is like the king of fly lights, bro. Like, he can't, he can't oh, do nothing God. wrong. Right. He's so good. And the tones he gets and how, again, um, everything's very interesting, but yeah. nothing is, is like overwhelming in the picture. And right. I, I just really love that. Right. Um, the hand shots. I think I was kind of complaining about this the other day, but the hand shots. Um, yeah. I, I don't even know if I can pull one off. Dude, um, I can't too, man. They, I got a fat hand. Yeah. It don't look good. The watch looks all wobbly and, and shit. Our rings don't go <laughs> the right places. It's, those, those shots are tough, man. Yeah. And then, um, and then other than him, let's see. Should I stir the pot and say that? No, I'm not even gonna do that. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> let's go. Let's go a different direction with this. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, Wiggy Miggy. Do you follow Wiggy Miggy on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is somebody who's aspirational to me because he's going at it so hard. And shout out, man! You're you're killing it right now. Yeah. Your stuff is awesome. Yeah. I have been. I've been following him. He's got a he's got a YouTube channel now, okay. and he he is so technically proficient, um, and that's the side that I really feel like I have a handle on usually with the camera. But yeah. his shots are just dialed in when I see them. Yeah. Um, that I I am trying to find a way to to pull that inspiration into a shoot without being like without having to say hey look guys look what i did i copied wiggy miggy because that's right. what i'd have to say at the right. moment with the ideas i have <laughs> right. so um which he'd be fine with because he's cool and yeah. he and i've been and been buddies since i came into this community he was he was kind of the first person to jump on instagram with more followers than me and say yo guys why aren't you following this guy and right. that was super cool endeared him to me greatly yeah. um so i've been kind of like a puppy dog talking to him lately right. <laughs> but uh yeah but his yeah, stuff is that, really he, nice. he would probably be the third. So, right. yeah, his stuff is really nice, and he's genuinely a cool dude. I've talked to him here and there, and he's a nice guy. And I actually like the. I, here's the thing: he does one thing that I can't do so greatly. Like he uses these lights and like these like strong colors in his images. Where if I did that, I'd get anxiety. Like. I'd need to oh, yeah. take a few Xanaxes and just chill. Cause these, like the colors that he uses as like bokeh in front of the lens and like that that uh, triangle bokeh with the red knife in the back, I can't do those. Like he does them so perfectly, but I can't do them. First of all, because I don't have the light. Second of all, I think it'll be too much for me. Like I like a little bit more of a, like a the darker side, earthy tones, and now we just got into like the fall tones, and you know there's like a little bit more yellow and like you know 
those those sort of colors but he's really good at getting those uh those lights in in the shot and they match perfectly like they go really well so i can't i can't i yeah. wish i could but i can't yeah and that's what i'm that's what i'm talking about with those the, the bokeh i mean he and i talked about this a while ago before he before he put it into into um use on his page right. but that that shaping your bokeh thing is such a cool tool um that i mean his his shot i'm sorry but his shot of the benchmade knife on the mad pal handkerchief with the the um butterfly shaped bokeh oh my god yeah like i just that's that's a mic drop that's huge i mean frankly that's one of those that if I know that it's advertised, it's really more, it looks more of an advertisement for, for Mad Pal than anything. Right. But if, if that knife was flipped over and you could see that butterfly on the Benchmade knife, yeah. um, that's one that I feel like would grab Benchmade's attention yeah. for real. Now, I don't know what kind of stuff they, they use for their marketing, but that would be, that would be a fantastic they shot for that. them. Yeah, true. True, man. He's really good. There is like so many people that are honestly really good and they're like super inspiring. That, you know, like every time I open my feed and I'm like, oh man, oh man, oh God. And like you just go down, yeah. <laughs> go down like a rabbit hole where you're like, I don't know what to shoot now. Gotta be a knife, yeah. gotta be guns. I don't have guns. Um, it's gotta be something. But yeah. So tell me, um, well, to be honest, I, I was looking at I was looking at your your uh, grid, and well, what I wanted to know was that if you if you why Chemex? Because I asked Brady the same question. I don't know if you listened to that podcast, but I asked Brady the same question, and he had a whole uh, story behind that. So why Chemex is so dear to you rather than like other? types of brewing coffee so um chemex is my is not actually my favorite cup of coffee ouch um, bro. I, that, I, that I, do, I know i know it makes it makes an awesome cup of coffee it is pro- right. it is probably my second favorite brewing method all right i feel don't, don't get me wrong like right. we're still i mean and i use it every day it's it is yeah, my most right. used uh, or most used brewing method okay. so um the, here's the story yeah um, I had a, I had, I'm going to say a cuss word here. Right. I had a Keurig, um, five years ago, I think it was five, four years, four years ago. Yeah. Right. Three years, three, four years ago. I don't remember exactly, right. but I had a Keurig and, um, so, so full back for been, been a, been a coffee guy for forever. I used to be on a, um, a YouTube channel. I used to be a contributor to a YouTube channel called Mobile Cup of Joe. Okay. We did a um, we did a podcast. Uh, I was spec sheet Tony because I was all about the specs of the computer or the the laptop or the tablet or the phone. What we were talking about. Right. Um, the whole thing was coffee theme. I shot our whole intro buffer uh, using a Keurig and Folgers pre ground coffee. Kill me. Um, <laughs> I know. Um, I, again, maybe if I find it, I can throw it up on the. Uh, yeah. The, Dude, the day uh, this podcast story. drops, your story's gonna be all dots. <laughs> yes. Um, stuff. 
we, dude, it, I, I mean, I'm in coffee prison for the kinds of things I used to do. But yeah. so this was the this was the beginning. I mean, I'm talking pre-ground coffee, uh, Keurig, Java jig, and flip life. And I worked from home, so I had to have coffee. But uh, so fast forward to a time when I find out really just how bad the, the chemical waste coming from the pre and, and I'm not taking a moral stance here but right. I, I heard the stories about how bad the, the waste from the Chemex pods are and and then I, I started to, I think I got a sore throat and found out it was because the Chemex hadn't been cleaned um, ever or not Chemex, I keep saying Chemex, I'm sorry Keurig mm-hmm. um, the, the Keurig hadn't been cleaned in forever and um and when I found out really what grows inside those Keurigs, if you don't clean them regularly, um, that was it. I was done. I unplugged yeah. it. I, I got a – I asked for an AeroPress for my sister for Christmas, mm-hmm. and she got me an AeroPress and a, a thing of Valhalla Java from Deathwish – or is that from Deathwish? Yeah, I think it's from Deathwish Coffee. Um, and I didn't even have a grind. I, I used a food processor to grind the coffee for it. Oh, wow. Um, AeroPress, to me, I know. I know. Again, spinning against coffee. I mean, it's not um, that crazy, but it's, it's crazy, it's but it's not that crazy. coffee was ground for years. All right. But it's, still, <laughs> uh, it's still not the best. I get it. Mm. And, but, but after, as soon as I got myself a little manual hand uh, conical you know, ceramic conical burr grinder. I used that. It took me five effing minutes to grind my coffee in the morning, right. and I loved every second of it. Yes. Uh, yeah. But uh, but that's what I started with the AeroPress, um, and the AeroPress is still my first love. Mm. And I still believe that the AeroPress makes the best cup of coffee because I, I'm a full immersion. I'm like a I want the mocha flavors, you know. And when I found out that you could make a cup of coffee um, with some decent coffee beans, fresh mm. ground. And you could make it, and I'm a coffee and cream. I use heavy cream in my coffee. Right. Um, occasionally, if I get something really fruity or like a really like a single origin that's got really really light notes in it, I'll drink it black. Right. But in general, I enjoy it with just a little bit of heavy cream. Um, when I found out that you could brew one cup of coffee, put a tablespoon of heavy cream in there, a teaspoon of heavy cream in there, and it just tasted chocolatey and mocha flavored. I was I was in heaven. I was like, I don't have to have all that sugar from those yep. creams. I don't have to have the artificial sweetener flavor from from you know sugar free creams. And mm-hmm. and now coffee doesn't taste good when it's when it's actually sweet to me. So that right. was helpful. Yeah. The reason I got into Chemex, obviously, uh, been a fan of Peter McKinnon since Peter McKinnon was. Um, I think I think I got in probably around the like I don't know like a hundred between hundred and three hundred k. So early on, but not. Not like okay. before. The first video, like most people that I saw of his, was the uh, was it eight camera hacks in sixty seconds or yeah, something right. like that. So the first one that really blew up for him, right. it blew up. I saw it. That was when I got it. Right. I may be wrong about the subscriber count. I'm not trying to be right, something right, like right. hipster. I was yeah. McKinnon when he hit. You know, <laughs> obviously he was popular. Yeah. Um, but when I saw he was the he was the second second person I'd seen use the Chemex. And it was so interesting. I grabbed myself like a Bodum pour over with a reusable filter and 
um, and then quickly realized that the reusable filter wasn't working for me, at least the one that was included. It was just too loose, um, so I grabbed some just plain regular yeah. coffee filters and folded my own filters for it. Right. Much, much better. And then, um, and then I, again, as, I, as soon as I had the money, I just grabbed myself a 10-cup Chemex. And the reason yeah, that I good. went for that over... Yeah, the 10-cup... And, and by the way, everyone who says that the cups are wrong... Uh, a lot of people I see complain online saying that, the, that you can't actually fit 10 cups or 8 cups or however many cups the Chemex says. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't seem to know that a cup of coffee is not a full 6 cup. ounces <laughs> or uh, 8 ounces. What is a cup? 8 ounces? 8 ounces. It's not 8 ounces. It is 5 ounces. Um, so they're not yeah. measuring in the volumetric cup measurements like your, your Pyrex measurement cup does. Yeah. They're measuring in how many ounce cups of coffee can you fit in this so a lot of people seem to be confused about that almost any coffee thing you buy is measuring by how many five ounce cups okay sorry sorry for that get annoyed with people complain online about that Um, but I bought the biggest one that I get because the only reason I wanted to have it um, because I acknowledged that it wasn't as good in my opinion of a cup of coffee for what I like uh, as the AeroPress was is that it was the opposite of the AeroPress. The AeroPress, you can get one small cup of coffee at a time. Right. I mean, I think it's something like six ounces is about the, mo- the most you can really brew at one time comfortably yeah. without yeah. overfilling it and waiting and the brew times are all messed up. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to be able to make two or three cups of coffee at a time. Right. And the, the Chemex was the natural go-to. And then yeah. because in the morning now I'm brewing for a large... Uh, you know, to go cup, right. Chemex is the natural thing to do. So, okay. so yes, second favorite cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, yes, fully inspired by, or or I should say, informed by Peter McKinnon yeah. um, having a Chemex, and that is one of the reasons that I went for this brand instead of grabbing like a Hario, which I have a like a V60 at work that I use sometimes. So right. I do. I have other brew methods. Yeah. I've used the vacuum siphon pot. Um, but again, I wasn't willing to invest in the um, the Bunsen butane Bunsen burner that you need to really to really crank out the best coffee every time. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, I've I've experimented with most types of coffee. I've actually never owned a French press, but I have drank French press, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and and so far, as for combination best coffee and convenience, Chemex kind of wins it for me. Yeah. And it brings out a lot of other flavors as well. Like Chemex brings out a lot of flavors. Like French press is pretty good with the, but in terms of flavors, I think Chemex is a little bit more, um, there's more flavor to it when it's a Chemex. But siphon, I've, I've never tried a siphon actually, but I think if anything was to replace a Chemex, it'd be the siphon because it looks so good like I, I'm, just, I'm just gonna be shooting siphons all day like that's all I'm gonna I don't want to do anything else right because there is like so many elements of it that you can shoot and and the whole bottle and the, the glass and everything it looks beautiful so I think I've never had it as far as the the flavors um, the siphon is as as AeroPress and French press are full immersion brewing methods right. so that means for the entire time that it's brewing all the water is or all the coffee is submerged in all the water and it's it's really pulling out those darker 
more chocolatey, more mocha, caramel flavors. Right. Um, so that's why, because that's the kind of coffee I really enjoy. That's why I like, um, and that also informs my brewing style and mechanics because I, I don't, I mean, I, honestly, if most people saw how I brew in a Chemex, they probably would, would hate me because I'm not <laughs> brewing to bring out those little minutiae, the little fruit flavors. I'm brewing to bring out the chocolate mocha flavors. So right. I do it more like a, um, I, I don't do three, you know, three pours. I do one pour. I, well, I do, I bloom and then I do one pour and I let okay. it so that all the coffee is in all the water for as long as possible. Yeah. Um, but so for the, for the vacuum siphon pot, it makes it makes the best 100% cup of coffee that that of any of I've had because it is kind of a combination of the the good you get all the little minutia from that you would get from a chemix, but you also get those dark, really good roasty flavors. Right. Uh, but I purchased the, the ones I've played with. I kind of kept all my coffee buying under fifty dollars. You know, except the only thing I have that's more than fifty, I think, is my uh, my my Bonavita pot, which which actually I bought on sale for like fifty six dollars. It's a, it's about a hundred dollar oh. pot, but I got it on sale for Prime Day or something. Okay. So even that, um, I'm just trying to keep it really uh, cost effective. Yeah. Um, but. The way everyone said online, the best way to get, make sure you get the same brew every time with a with a vacuum siphon pot is to purchase a a butane Bunsen burner to go underneath it because the, any of them they come most of them come with a a little alcohol stove, um, okay. which is cool and it, it, it works. And yeah. about every third pot, I would get the best pot of coffee I've ever had, oh, wow. but those other two were only okay. So if you're spending like all in you're you're invested for 15 20 minutes brew time for this thing and you can make it the best if you really work at it it's one of those that if you like chemex you'll probably like doing this because it's an enjoyable thing it's not it wasn't an everyday thing to me so i'm i'm going to get a an electric one um that is hopefully going to allow you to uh, regulate temperatures and stuff much better and if it does then I'll, I'll I'll report back I'm sure you'll see pictures of it when I do get an electric one yeah, uh, yeah. so so all in that would be my favorite brew method if it was consistent for me but I didn't have the time to invest into it yeah. to make it consistent yeah. but if you have the space on your counter and the extra money to burn for something that's basically going to be there to look good and for people to say wow that's really cool when they're yeah. over um, highly recommend it at yeah. the time, it wasn't worth keeping on my counter, so right. I'm waiting for another one. Um, but yes, that I have wanted to to get back into. I just don't have the time right now. Right. <laughs> it is an enjoyable process, though. The whole thing is very therapeutic. I feel like I've said the word therapeutic about coffee and leather like for way too long, but it is. <laughs> it really is. Like it's real. Yeah. It really is. Like each pour that you do and you have to wait a certain amount of time and then the whole grinding process of it and the smell, man, the smell that you get. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So tell me this. Are you are you coming in with like any any uh, products? Like are you having like any products made for your your own brand or or not yet? I have. I am in the developmental stages of something awesome. I 
Um, I'll tell you uh, later. Okay. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna. If I'm gonna. It's obviously, watch related. Right. <laughs> so, um, and, and by de- developmental, I should say uh, contemplative. I am not working with company yet, uh, okay. but I have been just over the past week. I have been realizing there's something that is very doable. I just have okay. to figure out a which direction I'm going to go with materials. If I'm going to bring in a leather maker, if I'm going to bring in somebody who works with wood or both or neither, and just do it myself, I haven't decided. Um, right. I'm leaning toward doing it myself if I can pull it off because a it'll be more limited. Right. It'll be a more limited run. I don't think. With with re- I mean I, I I've only started thinking about it right now because it's something that I personally want, right? Not uh, not because it's not available. I mean, there's obviously options out there for almost anything you can think of. Yeah. Um, because it's something that I would buy if it was somebody who I followed online and I wanted to support them, um, and because I think. Uh, I, I, because I really admire what these guys, what Erling and, and Renegade and yeah. the, the, Jake and the guys who are behind 1706U and uh, everyone who's coming out with these things, um, I admire what they're doing. And you guys are, are, I mean, I literally have the coin sitting right here next to me right now. I've been looking at it this whole podcast. <laughs> How is it? How is I the coin? I think it's really, Oh, dude, I love it. I, I dropped it yesterday oh, what on, the, on the concrete so i got a little nick in it uh but it's just character yeah it gives you character it's like air force ones like you know the sneakers the more you wear them the more character they have beautiful (laughs) exactly yeah uh but i i've been carrying this coin since i got it i at the that i have not picked up my pieces of eight pirate coin um this thing has been the, it's what it's what has helped keep my phone out of my hand during meetings right. at work where I shouldn't have the phone in my hand. Right. Uh, right. It's uh, it's been it's been helpful it's and, been and helpful. it's been an awesome. Yeah, yeah. it has. Right. It has. It, it's very. Uh, it's very. Uh, it, it gets more use than any of my other coins. I will say that the other <laughs> coins I've had, they they were in my pocket. But I just literally got them out to take pictures of. This is one I actually, I actually have in my hand occasionally and <laughs> play with. Yeah. But if you got like, so, I've yeah. been, I've been working on a bunch of stuff. So if you, if you want someone that does wood, uh, I know somebody. So just text me after the, after this, and I'll send you their contact. Okay. And then for leather, if you want leather stuff, I'm sure you know leather and lumber goods, right? You know Chris. Oh, dude. A wallet from him. I've got a yeah. tray. Um, yeah. Chris. Uh, Chris is awesome. I have. Yeah. Um, pretty much ongoing chat with him. Yeah. And he he made me custom leather wallet in a in a color that I picked and. And that dude um, is hilarious. Yeah. He's so funny. Oh, dude. Yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, and he's my he's my Asher knives buddy. He's got he's he, his collection of Asher knives is yeah um is what's the word aspirational. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I wish that I had a collection like him. I'm, I'm getting there. I've got three now. He's got, I think, six or seven. So, right. uh, also, while I while I mention it, Asher knives. If you have the ability, um, anyone who's listening, go to AsherKnives.com or check him out on Instagram mm-hmm. or just look at any of my posts that I've tagged him in. Yeah, um, amazing knives. I don't think he even for a hundred dollars. So right. they're awesome, awesome knives. He's got some cool stuff in the wings that. Um, 
that he has showed me, um, and he showed us in the galley um, some some things he's developing. That his knives are fantastic. Yeah. Um, S thirty five. S thirty five VN. Hold on, I'm looking at my knife right now. Right. Yeah, S thirty five VN steel. Which I'm not a knife guy. I wasn't a knife guy before this, but uh, I understand that's a pretty good, a yeah. pretty good steel. And all, all excellent quality products. I have three, right. and you can just fill my feed. You'll find, you'll find some pictures of Ash. Yeah. So, yeah. sorry, that's my little, that's my little plug for him. I'm not paid by him. I just. Uh, yeah. For somebody who wasn't into knives and then got really overwhelmed with the price of some of the knives in the knife community, that they're awesome. Yeah. But getting into it, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gonna spend, you know, three, four hundred dollars on a, on a Microtech that's just gonna be in my pocket and literally open right. letters, um, and be pretty for pictures. But right. these Asher knives, a, they are pretty for pictures and very affordable for the quality you're getting. Right. Yeah. Man, I, I I wasn't into knives before I got into community into the community, but after I got in, I was like, oh man, I, just, I don't know, I don't know that I didn't understand it, I didn't understand the appeal, and then I got a knife, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, and I think I was talking to Tony about this, but I think it's the sound as well as like the use the use of it, like you you can use it on a daily basis. But at the same time, it's that sound when you open it up. It's like a Zippo lighter. Like when you open it up, it's a, it it that sound kind of plays with your soul somewhere. You mean uh, you mean when you flip it that, open? Oh, yeah. I love it. So I know. the the one I've got in my hand right now is the Silva, and it's got it's got ceramic bearings in it. Yeah. And it's not assisted open. But it has the, the little nub on the back, like an assisted open knife does, right. and it's got those bearings. So when you push that nub, it's just perfect. Yeah. yeah. So it's fantastic. Then, so I got I got the knife. I got uh, I got a brown. I have two Browning's knives, and they're pretty decent. They're not bad. But I'm looking into getting getting more. And then I was like, why don't I make my own knife, like a custom made ten pieces? You know what I mean? And then I yeah. did some research and talked to some people, and I, bro, whew, man, a lot of work. Yeah, not a lot of work, a lot of money. <laughs> he dude, no. dude told me he, he cost him like six hundred dollars for a piece for one. Ooh. And I was like, that can't, that can't be right. Like, but I just haven't, I just haven't gone back to it where I just, I should just hit a bunch of other people up to, to see like if it's possible to make some sort of custom. Uh, custom knives. I might actually hit up Asher knives because the dude yeah, is pretty cool. Is. Oh yeah, he's so, awesome yeah, so yeah. So he's, I might. He's he's only a couple hours away from me, and I I'm in Ohio. He's in Pennsylvania, oh, okay. and uh, I've chatted with him a couple times. Yeah. Uh, well, I should say a couple times. I chat with him probably a couple times a week. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, awesome guy. Yeah, hit him up, pick his brain, see what he thinks. Um, I don't know if he'll have ideas for. What you know? What can be done in your area? But um, he's a he's a cool guy. He, yeah. He'd probably open up to you. Yeah, I think um, I can and do it, that. By the way, for, for anyone out there spending a couple hundred dollars on a knife, um, no shade. I mean, I I'm into watches, so I will never judge how much anybody spent yeah. on anything. Yeah. But uh, for me, for my uses, I'm not I'm not torturing knives. So it, I. 
and I, and I understand some of these things. Like I'm in a microtech group on Facebook just to, to admire, really, and maybe eventually I'll I'll add a microtech out the front, like automatic piece to my. But some of these knives, like these Marfione customs, like we're talking like sixty five hundred dollars. Yep. And that yep. and it's that's like a that's a knife you will never use, and it's a piece of art. Like they're beautiful. The yeah. smears finish from the blade. I mean, they are. They yeah. are. They're pieces of art. It's, yeah. a, it's the highest level of the craftsmanship in that arena. So, again, no shade. Um, yeah. It's just I personally, for my level of interest, I'm really happy to have a really good quality, really good-looking option right. under 100 bucks. Right, yeah. I got I to I think, I think brand-wise, because I'm trying to keep it, like, super on brand, I think brand-wise, before knives, I should do, like, something else like i should come up with some you got a you got a good connect with atlas with what atlas yeah um yeah i mean i've, I've got a good relationship with them so far you know okay. they've, they've been responsive to me um i might not I'm, I'm communicating with them via instagram dms right so um they're not super responsive there but i think it's just because it's instagram and nobody's carrying a phone with a atlas instagram coffee logged into it they yeah. probably only log on they're getting ready to post something uh, right but yeah i mean they've been responsive and they've been helpful when i needed them and right. they were super ready like when i when i offered to do the giveaway um and team up with them they were super ready which i was thrilled with because like i said i mean on instagram in the, in the scheme of things having 475 followers is nothing yeah. you know to, yeah. to a company like but to have them say yeah and and yeah. 100% we want to be a part of this that right. was that was cool yeah. really spoke volumes about people yeah so they're cool people because I want to first of all I want to work with like small brands second of all I want to work with cool people like I don't want to have I don't want it to be like a hassle or like oh it's so difficult to work with them and you kind of get cold in the middle of the whole process thing so yeah. so if if you kind of you you tell me like yeah they they seem like cool people I might I might just hit them up and see what we can do because it would be yeah, cool and like, you see what their see yeah. what their level of interest in doing something like that is mm. yeah I think it would be awesome man I wanted to make my own Chemexes like custom Chemexes oh that'd be awesome dude the price came out to like ninety dollars a piece. That's actually not that bad. No 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 ninety dollars a piece for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Be hard to make money that way. Yeah. <laughs> and that, but that's one of the things I'm facing with my thought, my ideas too, mm. um, is that how can I do it in a way I don't want to just have my name on something because if I just wanted to have my name on something, I could draw up an idea. Mm-hmm. I could send it over to Chris at Leather and Lumber. He's got this awesome thing he used the, the laser yeah. that he can use to engrave yeah. now and to etch into things. I could send him an idea. I could send him what I want on it and he could produce it and sell it and it would yeah. be just a, yeah, you have this because you like you know Tony's Instagram. I'm Tony too, by the way. I don't know if I ever if I ever mentioned that, but just everybody knows. What, um, I'm also a Tony in the yeah, community. Right. So there's many of us. Um, but yeah, just because you want a piece of merchandise that says Domus Tempest on it, yeah. um, I don't. I don't want to just do that. I, I do want that to be supporting me in some way. Um, right. And and I don't know what form that's going to take. But right now kind of the things that because I don't want to put out a piece of crap if I wanted to put out a piece of crap I could do it next week and right. it would be terrible and people would hate it and I would only get one shot <laughs> yeah. but uh, I do want to put out something that's that's kind of quality which is why I may 
end up going the direction of, of making something or at least assembling something myself. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, it's, it, I'm in the same spot you are right now, just finding something that's that's cost effective. That because I'm not I'm not Peter McKinnon. Um, again, shade love Peter McKinnon. I only have purchased the hot sauce because I just can't bring myself to spend um, the kind of money. But it's not worth it. Again, just yeah. I just can't bring myself to do it for yeah. for a prop for a photo. So yeah, um, I want to I want to bring something to market that. Uh, eventually that if somebody cares enough to support me that it's also something that they'd either get they get use out of and yeah. um, be a reasonable price to answer the need that it answers right but at the same time it's, it's, it's got to look good it's got to feel good it's got to be good quality but at the same time you got to keep it at a price where well you're not Peter McKinnon at the same time you don't have reach like you don't have that reach that Peter does because you also you got you really got to consider it because a lot of people come up with like amazing products and like the product is like $300 and I'm like mm, I don't know if I want to spend like $300 for for like a coffee maker or something you know what I mean like I can I can go and find like the greatest coffee on the planet and then come up with it and put like pyrosamuel on it and it's like three hundred dollars for like two hundred and fifty grams. Not not a lot of people are gonna buy it. I might sell like two and that's about it. Which is still amazing. <laughs> like it's still crazy, but I don't think I don't think it's a good idea. Plus like you it, you gotta consider this whole weird time that we're living in with the COVID and stuff, so you gotta keep the prices right. low because a lot of people's finances is a little messed up and it's 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 bad so and they would want to support but like at three hundred dollars for 250 grams of coffee it's just not gonna right yeah yeah so the, the goal is and the aspiration is the same thing like peter mckinnon has all of these little billboards for his brand all over Instagram, millions of posts yeah. that are pointing towards him because he has this, these cool things, because he's really something, because he has the reach to have, I mean, you cast a wide net and you've got, there's going to be, you know, a thousand people, at least a thousand people out of the millions of followers, six right. million, I think on YouTube or five million or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, because there's there's gonna be people who are gonna go ahead and be like instant yeah he's got a he's got a piece of merch out I'm buying it it doesn't yeah. matter there's no yeah. question so um he's but then those people of that of the let's just say um let's just say like a hundred thousand people buy his merch out of the five million followers uh, out of that hundred thousand if they're following him there's a right. probably a fifty percent chance that they're involved in video or photo some way which means that they're gonna have some pretty banger shots of whatever they bought right. so. The goal isn't to sell two items and make a decent amount of money from those two items. The right. goal is to sell thousands or hundreds of those items and then have all those people be advertising for you. Right. You know, they're posting yeah. shots to get somebody else see that mm -hmm. and be like, ooh, I would love that item so that I can take yeah. a picture of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually very true, man. Also, like uh, another leather guy, if you need one, uh, Pirate Goods. First of all, he makes amazing products just like Chris does. But you kind of have like a variation or like different types of work if you need a certain look. You know yes, Pirate Goods, I, right? I do. I follow. Because he's out of the Ukraine, is that right? Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. 
Vitaly. Yeah, I, I followed him for a while. He was one of the first accounts I, I followed in yeah. this when I got involved awesome, in this community. Awesome guy. Really dope yeah. guy. And then I've, I've also been talking to Anchor Heritage. Good. Oh, yeah, him um, too. Yeah, not about this, but hey, he's been, I've been in the, um, the chat, the, um, the galley chat talking yeah. to him, and um, he's, a, he's a super cool guy. Super so cool. he's. He is uh, he is actually making a watch strap for me for nice. the for the new watch that I'm waiting on right now. So nice. hopefully I'll have something nice. Yeah, a little nice, nice leather strap on the on the marine theme because it's a it's a um, it is a dive watch that I'm getting. So nice. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, nice. So, dude, like, what about so you get you you're into coffee and you're into cigars still, or you're done with cigars? I put that up. Um, so yeah, I, I changed my profile. It's just uh, honestly. So when I when I involved the cigars into the photography yeah. <laughs> um, last year, um, a little, yeah, a little bit over a year ago, uh, my wife did a photo shoot of me, and I have the pictures up on my Instagram. Um, if you scroll back a while, a ways, um, the, if you just look for the best pictures of me actually smoking a cigar, those are the ones my wife took. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Those, uh, since then, uh, you know, so for anyone who doesn't smoke cigars, cigars generate a, not a ton of smoke. So in order to get a really good picture, enough oh cigars, smoke, enough smoke for light to shine through, yep. you got to sit there and chief on it. Yep. And um, if you have a, the better the cigar, the worse that's going to be. Right. Um, so I'm sitting there with like an $8 cigar, right. $10 cigar or something, and I'm just you're, you're doing the opposite of what you should be doing with it, yeah. not enjoying it, just yeah. puffing on it to get smoked. Yeah. And kind of ever since then, my enjoyment of cigars has declined. Um, right. And not that it's a really constructive habit to be in anyway, so yeah. uh, this this last shoot I did that well, there's one shot one of, of with cigars that I have not posted yet mm-hmm. and um, ever since that one and it was something it was actually a Java latte is what it was called okay about an eight, about an eight dollar nine dollar cigar okay um, infused with coffee oh, wow. and it was a very light like Connecticut tobacco or something but a very light tobacco one of the oh. ones that I really used to enjoy yes sir this thing should have been the like pinnacle of enjoyment for me and I, I just hated it. Yeah. So, I mean, again, not speaking to the quality of that piece, but um, that was kind of why I, I had that one and I, I the next day I was talking to my wife about it. I'm like, I didn't even, <laughs> it should have been so good, but I, I didn't even like it. Yeah. She's like, I think it's, <laughs> just hang it up. You keep, you keep saying that and yeah. um, it's time to just let it go. So, yeah. So that's what I did. I've got a couple in a humidor that'll be props for photo shoots in the future for right. for weddings and stuff like that. But yeah, so overall, yeah, I'm done with them. But um, yeah. they'll still make cool photo props when need when yeah. necessary. Yeah, they're great photo props. They're great. Oh yeah. Photos. Oh man, have you seen High and I photography? High oh, and yeah. I photography. Yep. Instagram. Yep. Oh, yeah, he gets some amazing shots. Dude, there's, there's shots. that guy. I think his name is Darnell. I hope I'm not wrong. Darnell. Yeah, right? Yeah, his, his name is Darnell. Yeah. And then uh, there's that guy. There is uh, another page called uh, Smoke This. That guy is really good. Check him out. 
And also there's another page called Smoke Portrait. And that guy, Jeff, that dude is like, and he plays guitar, so you might actually really kick it off. I might, I, I'm, I'm going to try and get him on the podcast, but just talk to him. He's really good. Okay. He's yeah. really I will, good. Uh, I'm going to look them up. For anybody who's, who's looking for picture for to follow cool accounts like this, um, I and I that I mentioned, Darnell Perry's his name, I'm on his page now. Mm-hmm. It's I, the letter I, dot and dot i dot photography um so check him out really cool shots of cigars he's got a little bit of peter uh, pirates merch in there too um really cool guy military u.s military veteran um really nice guy um you said what was the other one smoke uh smoke and smoke portraits steve all right following yeah and portraits following cool all right got him on my email so i don't forget give them a check out for sure man they're really good yeah. and darnell i might i might actually do something with him like i'm uh, i gotta talk to him a little bit more because i i just haven't had the time with like all these challenges and like i got a few products that are coming out that i've been working on and then the podcast and the whole prints for sale on the website thing man that took a while but then, um, yeah, I'm going to talk to him a little bit more and see if we can do something together that would be cool for the community plus some brands. So we'll see, man. But he's got amazing shots. He's got really, really good shots. So definitely a page for new people to the community to check out. All right. Um... What else can I ask you that I didn't ask you, bro? I'm so glad we did this because I got to know you really well. Um, yeah. Do you have like, give me like an advice for people that are just starting up, like just people that are just getting into like photography or any kind of like creative, um, creative path that they kind of. Cause you know, like we started and we started doubting ourselves. Like um, this picture got like a hundred likes and my normal amount of likes is like 500, 600. So I pretty much suck. I should just hang this up and quit. <laughs> what, do you, right. what do you, what advice do you got, man? Okay, all right. So um, first off, and this isn't really advice. This is just a self-serving plug. I'm a member of the galley, ATP Addicts. I'm actually a moderator there. Um, so go to my profile, click on the link, and join the galley. Right. Um, really cool guys, really, really awesome people, super helpful to, to give you, and honest, super honest to give you constructive criticism. We'll tell you if something's awesome. We'll tell you if what we think you know might make it better. Right. And, and all of our advice isn't the best. You know, I've given advice that I've been like, oh, sorry, man, I thought that was going to work a lot better. Yeah. But we, we, will, we are down to help it always somebody online who's who's down to look at what you're doing and, and see if they can help you with it so that's something that might be helpful to somebody just starting out right um two and this is advice that i give the galley i've given probably three or four times um if you have something that takes pictures uh, start taking pictures right just yeah. do it Start looking at what your what your camera is doing. Look at those settings. If you're trying to learn settings, take a picture. When you get a really good shot, look at what settings the camera chose. Look at how it did it, and then obviously YouTube is your friend. You know YouTube, That's or funny. if you want to, if 
Right. And if, if somebody's getting results you want, talk to them. You know, yeah. usually they're they're to help you out. Yeah. Um, the thing that I the thing that frustrates me most is when I see a photographer really good potential, and they're like, "Yeah, I just can't." You know, I just I just need a better camera. And they're right. like, they're sitting there with a DSLR. Yeah. And it's like, I, my, my wife and I, we jumped into this and we started to take, we bought a camera. Well, I had a drone. I had a really nice drone and I wanted to do real estate pictures. Mm-hmm. And uh, the real estate agents I was working with, uh, the one I was, one, one in particular who said, I want to hire you for, for aerial pictures of a house, but I want you to do all my pictures. I'm not going to hire you for just aerial. So I literally bought a camera to do professional pictures i i had done photo editing before i I had a little bit of background in that but i did not i didn't know cameras or settings and i bought a camera and learned to do it so that i could make money to do it and my wife the long story short my wife picked it up and she's just that is unlike anybody's i've ever seen so she she is the art side she's the one i'm the one who was like, learn the settings of the camera. This is the exact setting I want to achieve the look I want. And yeah. she's the one who's like, you need to get down and lay on your back and point that camera upwards to get the, the kind of composition that's gonna be interesting for that shot. So yeah. we really complement each other in that way. Right. But because I jumped into it and bought a kit, like a Nikon D3300 kit with the kit lens, and that's what I first started shooting with. Okay. Um, I learned to, to get the product I wanted with the cheapest, um, and, and it's a good camera. It's but it's the entry level cheapest thing you could buy new, basically. Right. So when people say I need a better body or I need a better X, and then I'll be good. Right. And I, I know this is this is harping on every photographer and every videographer said this, but you don't need a better camera. Yeah. A better camera will be nice, and that stuff will all come when you're, you know, when it's necessary. When you decide this camera doesn't have this feature that I need, then it's time to upgrade. Or right. this lens doesn't have this feature that I need, then it's time to upgrade. Right. Um, but start with what you have. I mean, look, I'm going to shout out, um, let me pull his name up here because he just changed his name on Instagram. It used to be, it's Mark I I. But uh, let me pull him up. It takes hitters with a camera phone. And Black Hat Mark, B-L-A-C-K-H-A-T underscore Mark, M-A-R-K. He has some some killer shots. Everything he does um, is with his phone. And he's a fantastic editor. His composition is fantastic. He is proof. His his profile is proof that you don't have to that you don't have to have a five thousand dollar rig right. to get really awesome shots. And I mean, you all are like I, I think you and ATP addict. You know, nobody, very few of the people in this community are actually working with like like full on pro gear. You're working with what you got, and you're yeah. making it work. Yeah. Um, so so part of the, the struggle is I've got pro gear because we've been. Pro, shooting professionally for five years right. and we're making money with it um, but when I post a picture, so the other day just I think two, three, two, three nights ago in the galley, um, we were having this conversation, this exact conversation, I was like alright, it's photo challenge time, flash challenge so 
somebody give me something to shoot and I grabbed my son's camera which is the one I started with the D3300 I put the 50 mil on so I have all together if you bought this setup used it's a $300 setup I found on eBay you can buy the camera body for $195 you can buy the lens for 100 bucks and I used a $5 little utility light and I just made a shot and I, I took two really cool pictures, edited them, and posted them. And I was like, this is what you can do with a $300 setup. Right. And a lot of my pictures on my Instagram story. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't post any of the phone shots on my page usually just because I don't feel it consistent enough with it. But and get really professional results right. with any level of, of gear right. and and so that's my first my first thought is don't get caught up in I guess my biggest piece of advice is don't get caught up in the thought that or if I could just get the same you know the same microphone or the same lens that X or Y has um, then I'd be set no learn to use the gear that you have full and then you'll realize because you may be buying the wrong camera. Like if you just go yeah. out and you're like, all right, I got three grand to spend on a body. I'm yeah. going to buy this three thousand dollar body because so and so uses it. Yeah. Um, you're probably buying the wrong camera for you. Yeah. You know, it's it's not going. It's if it's going to be great. You know, it's going to be a fine piece of equipment. But if you haven't learned your settings or what you need from a camera, then you don't even know what kind of camera you really you really should be right. shooting. Right. True. Yeah, just go for it, man. Whatever, whatever you got, just make it work, and it will work. Like at this point in time, I don't think there's gonna be any bad cameras. Even for beginners, there's not gonna be any bad cameras coming out nowadays. You know. Right. Yeah. All right, bro. Thank you so much for hopping on. Um, and also, sorry about taking so much of your time. I think we talked about like two hours. So I just want to thank you for for being here and letting me get no, to know you and uh, introduce you to the people and like you know keep the awesome shots coming, man. They're they're honestly really really dope. And don't be too hard on yourself. I'm sure those photos that you're not posting are bangers, but I'm just gonna leave that up to you. <laughs> All right, thanks, yeah. man. Hey, I appreciate you having me on. Course, it was man. it was awesome. This is. I, I love this kind of stuff, so I'll come back anytime. Awesome, bro. Thank you so much. You have a good day, and I'll talk to you, you soon, too. bro. All right, Take bye. Care.